Hello and welcome back to Rebooking to Mastery, a podcast where I spend time dissecting books that I have read throughout the years and provide insights that I feel are important or something that I have believed would be of worth knowing about. My name is Juggin and I'm just a master student just trying to spread some knowledge out from all the books and knowledge I've accumulated throughout the last few years. Over these last few episodes, I have discussed one of the three books that I am analyzing, which is Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. And the other two books I am analyzing are Grit by Angela Duckworth and The 33 Strategies of War by Robert Greene. If you'd like to see those episodes and content, feel free to scroll down through my podcast on whichever platform you're listening to and find those episodes where we discuss strategies of war and how to be more gritty. So the purpose of this episode is to wrap up the current discussion of Think Like a Monk's Chapter 2, which is based on negativity. And so we've talked about where threats of negativity come from, how we are wired to conform, and how that negative thoughts will never really disappear, and how we should instead of trying to repress them, spot, stop it, and then swap it out for a more positive thought. And so finally, this episode is going to be dedicated to discussing forgiveness. Forgiveness is something that we all are familiar with in some way, shape, or form. Because at some point, either you may have messed up or someone you know may have done something bad or wrong to you. And so our role as compassionate human beings is that for the most part, obviously there are exceptions, but for the most part, our goal as compassionate human beings is to forgive and try to forget to the best of our ability. Sometimes forgetting is not really the best option, but at least forgiving can be something we can try to work towards, especially for things that do not carry so much weight in comparison to other events. Obviously, there are certain things that cannot be forgiven, certain harms that are done to certain people that cannot be forgiven, but certain things, certain actions, certain words spoken out of anger or haste or irritation or annoyance, those can potentially be forgiven. And so Jay kind of organizes forgiveness into, I would say, four kinds of forgiveness that we can kind of work with in a framework. So there's zero forgiveness. Zero forgiveness is that no matter what someone does, no matter what they say, no matter what they do in atonement for what they have done, you will not forgive them for their actions. There are certain crimes, there are certain actions that people can commit that will result in a zero forgiveness policy or a zero forgiveness mindset. And the next one is conditional forgiveness. Conditional forgiveness can be categorized as if someone apologizes, if someone does a certain atonement, if someone does a certain action, if someone does a certain thing that someone finds amenable or amicable, they will be forgiven. So this kind of forgiveness is, as the name suggests, conditional. It is dependent upon either you or another party doing something amenable to repair the bridge that was broken or at least harmed slightly. That is the kind of conditional forgiveness. That kind of thing can be for when someone oversteps 
their bounds and says something they don't mean to say. And in that case, someone who may take it personally or is personally affected by such actions will just be like, if you apologize to me, I will forgive you. The next one is transformational. Transformational forgiveness is pretty much you forgiving someone else and not expecting anything back, not expecting an apology, not expecting any sort of like reparations for what was done to you. That is the most ideal kind of forgiveness in my opinion. It is one where someone will do someone can do something or will do something for you toward you that is negative. And our ability to forgive them and expect nothing back is what I believe is the optimal level of forgiveness. There is a fourth kind. The fourth kind is unconditional forgiveness. It's the idea of forgiving someone no matter what they did. Now, while that is a saint-like way of looking at forgiveness as a concept, it's not something that I believe is the most practical way of working with the society around us. Because if we simply were to forgive someone and everyone for whatever they did, simply we'd be taken advantage of. So I believe that transformational forgiveness is something that is a more measured approach to allowing people to enter back in your life without really expecting anything in return. Obviously, like I said, there are exceptions, certain actions, certain words, certain things that are done cannot be forgiven, at least as easily as other ones. And some just cannot be forgiven. And for you listeners, you may know of some actions that can be seen as unforgivable. And one key point about forgiveness is that we like to presume or assume that forgiveness is something we do for others. It is something we give to someone else as a gift. While this isn't necessarily untrue, more than for others, forgiveness is for ourselves. Imagine someone just immediately cuts off contact with you for no reason whatsoever, and it's not reachable by any sort of means. Forgiveness in this case is not really for them, because they're not going to be accepting any forgiveness, they're not reachable. Forgiveness is more for your own self, for you to let go, and for you to move on. Forgiveness is a concept allows you to be more positive, allows you to lift the weight of negativity that has been imposed upon you by yourself, rather by someone else's actions, but your interpretation of said actions, regardless of how flawed or not it is. And forgiving it really lifts that burden, that barrier, or the the problem that you are facing, it allows it to dissipate in its own right. It's not something you can snap your fingers and immediately do, but it is something that over time, becomes easier and easier to do. Because as you guys may know, time is one of the greatest healers. And forgiveness doesn't really apply to, just doesn't only apply to everyone around us. It applies to us as well. We all have those moments where we're up late at night, just cringing at what we did, or thinking about something that we could have done, or having those arguments in the shower. And more than other people sometimes, In our epidemic, in our society with an epidemic of low self-esteem, we should give ourselves forgiveness for our actions, especially if they don't reflect who we are anymore. One thing I always tell myself when I consider such actions is that at the time, 
with whatever knowledge I had, with whatever understanding I had of people, myself, and the world around me, I did the best that I could. I did the best that I could with my circumstances. And the only thing I can commit to doing is being a better person tomorrow. Chewing on the past only makes you feel worse. You can learn from it, but to chew on it and attach so much emotion to it only damages yourself. Rather, look toward the future and live in the present so that you can ensure that you don't make the same mistakes again. Because whether you like it or not, mistakes you made in the past are in the past. And the only thing you can do is ensure you don't make the same ones in the present or in the future. And finally, in terms of forgiveness, when we forgive someone else, we kind of let go. We release the grudge we hold, we release the anger, we release the almost hatred we have for someone. And one thing that's important is that the less time you fixate on everyone else in your life, everyone who may have caused harm to you mentally or in other ways, the more time you have for yourself, the more time you can dedicate to your own self, your own thoughts, your own self-improvement, instead of directing so much emotion outward to a person who doesn't even know you're directing that much emotion towards them. Like I said, it's not a guide or a direction to forgive everyone for everything, but rather to allow your view of people to soften gradually and ensure that you can live a better life yourself instead of trying to impose your grudge upon other people. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Rebooking to Mastery. And please join me next time as we begin 33 Strategies of War by Robert Greene. The first or second strategy will be discussed in full detail. And if you'd like to hear more content, drop me a follow on whichever platform you're listening to this on. And feel free to subscribe to me on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram at Rebooking to Mastery. Thank you.